May the quickening and awakening of consciousness begin with you and your own personal evolution in higher consciousness. Thanks again for listening to Cosmic Love. Howdy, howdy. This is the Cosmic Cowboy with Cosmic Love for January 1st, 2022. Happy New Year! Or, Happy New You, as I say in a graphic for this episode for Cosmic Love. You know, the graphics, you know, Happy New You! So, this is the good time to make your New Year resolutions and reinvent yourself for what I'm calling the Great 2022 Turnaround. You know, turn around as in repentance, revival, recovery, you know, uh, reinvent yourself. So, you know, this is the beginning of the the first day of the the year, this next year, for the rest of your life. And we've heard that, you know, that the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. And that's a, one of my favorite themes you hear on course. You hear it on the Star Trek series and a lot of shows are keying into this theme, this archetype, this understanding of, you know, how what's important is, you know, the needs of many and how they outweigh the needs of the few. But are these needs according to natural law and natural immunity for our optimal public health or has the natural order of the universe and constitutional government been turned upside down by a, a relative few who are desperate to desperate to lock us down for our total control before we wise up and rise up, turning on them? I mean, this is I'm kind of summing up, you know, what I've learned this last year, what I've talked about a lot on the radio show, my blog, compendiums, hundreds of videos, articles now this last year that have gone over this theme of what's going on with, you know, might say the the straight skinny on the deep doo-doo. And what I'm saying, all things considered, I mean, it's time for turnaround. So this is the time of the great 2022 turnaround. But first, before I go into this, I'm going to have a cosmic weather report. Uh, I'm just going to talk a little bit about the new moon tomorrow in Capricorn with both the sun and the moon aligned. Uh, to initiate a thrust of cosmic power to begin the year. The planets Pluto, Mercury, and Venus are also in conjunction in Pluto. So that's a lot of Capricorn energy. Of course, there's the transformation elements going on with Pluto, which is the higher octave of Mercury, and the mental body uh, is aligned with that transformative influence in the quantum field with the, the electromagnetics of Pluto and Venus, which brings, you know, a touch of grace to that transformational um, alignment, you know, uh, reinforcement conjunction uh, of, you know, the Pluto energies, the Mercury energies with a little Venusian uh, touch to it. Cosmic love, I'd like to think of it. Bring some cosmic love into the mix. So I'm not going to go into it a lot. Um, some other, there is some interesting geometry going on with these different aspects right now. But the major influence is this cosmic thrust of power. You might say Capricorn power, you know, God power. You know, that's 
begins, you know, in the, the yearly cycle. You know, it's at the 12 o'clock line, and it initiates the years like a thrust of power that we're seeing with the sun-moon conjunction tomorrow. We're feeling it now. These new moons and full moons, they usually have about a three-day uh, influence where the effect is can be quite dramatic. So uh, a lot of transformational power I bring to the show today, and um, I'm going to be going into some really mm, intense, pretty intense stuff. You know, I like typical a program pattern, you know, MO method of operation is usually begin with a lot of light and love and get into really some heavy stuff and then finish up with light and love. And that's kind of what I'm doing today. And you'll see what I'm talking about <laughs> here before long. So hang in there. The first, um, uh, the first compendium I'm going to be referencing is in the show notes, folks. You can, those, some of you know how to pull up a different window and, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, for example, in the future, some of you can pull up the show notes in a different window now while you're listening. And you can click on, in, like I say, in another window, um, the the links to the compendiums that I provided. You know, they're in the show notes. Then the first one, of course, is January 1st, 2022. Today, the great 2022 turnaround. This is going to be the theme of this next year, folks. That's the great 2022 turnaround. So you might say it's the cosmic law version of predictive modeling. You know, this is this is basically the the whole concept of a, a of a turnaround. You know, of a, of a of a, a, a take two. Uh, you know, basically, you know, change course. Uh, you know, and I'm going to be going into this today in a, in a way that I hope provides compelling. Um, compelling incentive motivation uh, to look at this turnaround process personally and in a planetary way in a very positive you know proactive way so i'm going to get into this uh, first article compendium the great turnaround as i say it's the theme for this next year so this is the conclusion of my series today, you might say, of the 2021 Aquarian Spring Prelude. I did 80, 80 blogs this last year, um, 80 compendiums, videos and articles like I'm uh, doing with the um, referencing today with the radio show. Most of you know that what I do during the week, I'm blogging, and, and um, then every two weeks I have the radio show, and I give a debriefing on videos and articles of the week that we're, that you're not seeing in the lamestream uh, lamestream media because they're censoring truth telling uh, most of you listening know that or you wouldn't be listening you're getting an alternative perspective on uh, what's really going on from a cosmic love perspective and today um, we're looking at the end of that cycle 2021 the beginning of this new cycle you know the end is the beginning and the, the end is the beginning. The beginning is the end. But we're looking at the, in the time at the timeless now. A new cycle is beginning. So, resolve to reinvent yourself in the new year. You know, with a happy new you. So, again, this is the theme that I'm going to be using. Like I've had the last year, the theme has been the 2021 Aquarian Spring Prelude series. And this new series this next year will be on the great 2022 turnaround. And I put in parentheses under that title on that page, uh, the, the, you know, 
repentance, revival, and recovery. You know, so there's got to be a little humility, folks, a little bit of repentance for things that have gone, been wrong, done wrong, you know, happened wrong. A little repentance with a little humility, you know, asking for forgiveness in the process, um, so that there can be, it might say, a revival of the spirit that matters, and then a recovery, a holistic, systemic recovery, beginning with oneself. You can't give to others what you don't have for yourself. So personal planetary recovery, you know, is a process that uh, ideally will turn around for you know, individually and collectively for global humanity here in, in 2022, and that is what I will be discussing. So, back to the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. But are those needs according to natural law and natural immunity for our optimal health? Or has the natural order of the universe and constitutional government been turned upside down by a relative few who are desperate to lock us down for our total control before we wise up and rise up, turning on them? So, the big issues are facing global humanity, and you, you may be shocked to know how big these issues are. Um, 2022 is going to be a critical time of collective judgment. And when I say judgment, you know, of choice. And so I've got a, an infographic in the compendium at this point on choice and how it is the most powerful tool we have. Everything boils down to choice. We exist in a field of infinite possibilities, and every choice we make sh shuts an infinite number of doors and opens an infinite number of doors. And at any point, we can change the direction of our lives by a simple choice. It's all in our hands, our hearts and our minds. So hard head in hand, choice. I go on to say, and I'm doing the warm fuzzy now, folks, before I get into the heavy stuff. You know, a little light and love up front. You know, new year, new opportunity. You know, few see the opportunity with every problem. More common is SIN, stuck in negativity, as sees the problem with every opportunity. I mean, great problems and opportunities face us this year, but but. This is the year in Aquarian Spring when the high state transforms the deep state. I mean, a great, a great awakening is happening worldwide. You can see it with the Instant Everywhere interactive Internet. Now it's cultured. You know, a new common sense net reality of global netizens who are networking for the net worth of net reality. You know, to increasingly transcend... All the divisive, dystopia, dysfunction that we're seeing in the world today. Crazy stuff we're seeing. So, uh, let's claim the victory of 2022 by simply choosing the greatest good for the greatest number who are heart-coherent, spiritual. You know, the link I have on heart-coherent, the website on heart-coherence, the understanding of heart coherence as the fabric of the quantum field of the universe, it's golden ratio algorithm of the heart rhythm, it's a fractal algorithm, again, of the heart rhythm when it's in the frequency of love and compassion, holy compassion. So I reference that as spiritual, you know, with pure intention as focuses attention with love retention for conscious ascension in a high state of coherent, heart coherent comprehension. So the problem we've, we've been facing is, I mean, 
things have been going down and been down so long, you know, <clears throat> I'd like to think it looks like up from here. And that's, that's, that would be the solution. Rising up and rising up. And, you know, with that attitude, you know, which some people refer to as the optimist creed of looks like up from here, folks, <laughs> you know, been down so long. So, the, the higher one's concept of higher power, you know, as in God, love, source, I am, etc., the greater the results, you know, for op- upward mobile ascension. So consider that the Aquarian dispensation is activating nonlinear intuitive faculties of the right hemisphere of the brain and right eastern hemispheres of the earth. Now they're connected because in the quantum field, the nonlinear the biological model, the hemispheres of the brain, and the biological model, what's going on bioenergetically, and the hemispheres of global consciousness of the Earth, and the, and the different hemispheres of the Earth, how they have different electromagnetics. I mean, where people, uh, uh, in, you know, in the eastern hemisphere of the Earth, people are right brain dominant. They read from the right from the right to left on a print page. You know, we. We in the West read from left to right because we're left brain dominant. This is, again, the understanding of the quantum field. I've talked about this on many shows, but it is getting back to cosmic law, universal law, you know, left brain, linear logical letter of the law, right brain, nonlinear, spherical, spirit of the law. And anyway, what we're seeing right now in the Earth, the collective consciousness, is there's, there's some big drama unfolding. As far as what's really going on, I uh, make the point in a video at this point called The Image of God Within Us. It's a one-minute synopsis. And it's this powerful video for what it says. I'm going to be going through what it says here in a minute. But the point in this video is that there's a spiritual revival going on in Russia. You might say Eastern, you know, in the East. I mean, this is... Uh, you know, there's a part of Russia that is Western-oriented, but there's a part of Russia that goes all the way into the Far East. But there is a spiritual revival going on in Russia, while in the West we're seeing a Marxist subversion processes going on with Marxist subversion in collusion with Chinese communists and deep, you know, the CCP, Chinese Communist Party, and deep state corporatocracies who's aligned with the Chinese with the big banks, big tech, big media, and, a, and a, you know, for a big brother Orwellian control agenda. And I've been talking about, they're writing about this, exposing this, you know, for the last, for years. And it's really coming to a head now, folks. I mean, this, is, this has become a, a, a huge issue this last year. So have an open mind as to what is really going on globally in our collective consciousness. In this video... It provides a real keynote. That's why I, I, I'm putting this up here. And this is this is the in this video. You can you can watch this. Pause if you're listening to the podcast. You could actually pause the podcast now and watch watch the link on this video. You know I provide in this compendium. So this is a, a, a Catholic bit or not Catholic a, a, a bishop in Russia. He's the, the abbot of a Solovetsky monastery in northern Russia, who has emerged as an outspoken voice of the Russian church against vaccines and vax passports, which in Russia are referred to as QR codes. Now, some 
places in Europe refer to them as QR codes also. So, um, you know, the vaccine passports, some places call them green passports. Some people call them, you know, the people's pass, all kinds of names for these passports. But the QR codes is what people scan on their on their cell phones, um, you know, as a passport to, to identify them and track them and virtually control them with the social credit system as they do in China. So anyway, this Bishop uh, Proffery, he's reading a statement by a Patrick uh, Kirill, the head of the Russian Orthodox Church, stating the church's position. <coughs> excuse me stating the Church's position that vaccination has to be voluntary, can never be forced, and that QR codes infringe on civil rights, which is a major win for the burgeoning anti-vax movement Excuse me, in Russia. So the Patriarch's statement was required to be read you know, out loud in churches all across Russia at the end of Sunday morning services this last week. Um, and Bishop... Porphyry did so and then proceeded to urge Russians to resist the vax and the vax passports as evil and unacceptable on moral and legal grounds. Now, um, I highly recommend you, you listen to this video. I was going to put up the transcript of it, and it's only about a minute long, powerful, because it's basically what the, what this video is saying is that this they're, they're just saying out loud, and it's, you know, and, uh, an outspoken voice. It's all across Russia. Their spiritual um, spiritual leaders have made it very clear is that what's going on uh, with this transhumanist agenda is not human. It's inhuman. It's ungodly. It's it's wrong, and they do it in a way, you know, that you know, in very few words, basically sums up what I've been saying all this last year. Not that I'm kind of. You know, uh, I, I, I'm not wearing any kind of religion on my sleeve. I'm just kind of connecting the dots and trying to be a truth teller uh, in a way that, you know, people can hear me. So the way I do it is usually by taking people like this, videos like this, short synopsis like this that just just knocks it out of the park, saying, you know, it's evil, what they're doing. It's transhumanist. It's 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 messing with our DNA. This is not, this is a, for post-humanity. This is going to be, you know, and it's killing people. So, um, I mean, it's, it's like resist the vax and vax passports uh, as evil and unacceptable on moral and legal grounds. Okay, so that's enough of that. Victory virtues, victory virtues are spiritual above all. And health and survival are choices. Now, I'm going to be going into that, how these are choices. I'm going to do it in kind of a funny way with a funny title of the feature article, Don't Confuse Pollen X with Planet X, both of which PXs are largely unknown. So this is two subjects that are largely unknown. They both have an X in it. You might say the unknown number, like the X-Files. Um, pollen X is like referring to extract. <clears throat> and it's dealing with, you know, microscopic nutrients, super nutrients, you know, at the source of the food chain. Planet X is telescopic, uh, super, is a telescopic supercluster of five moons around a dwarf, a dark dwarf star. It is our solar system's binary twin. You know, most solar systems in our galaxy are binary, you know, like male and female or complementary or 
they're, that's just the natural order of things. Most solar systems are binary, having two suns. And this is a dwarf star. This is like a dwarf sun that's not ignited. And it comes around, you know, every 3,600 years or so. The his, I'm going through this because the history of both is fascinating, and it's also why you never hear of either one. You don't hear about Pollen X. You don't hear about Planet X in the mainstream media at all. I'm going into that and why. It's what they have in common. Common beginning. A little contrast here. You know, one's microscopic and the other one's telescopic. So it's beyond, both of them are beyond the vision. You know, we're not seeing, we're not seeing or hearing about Pollen X or Planet X. So let me go in a little bit of first into Pollen X before I go into Planet X. Pollen X is an X extract. You know, like EX extract, Pollen X from select microscopic pollen grains that are harvested from organic fields. Um, you know, they, Grow organic, um, uh, certain uh, flowering uh, plants in certain fields that they harvest electromechanically. They extract these uh, the nucleic uh, material without chemicals, and then they pre-digest these these, these these vitamins, minerals, aminos, the richest source micronutrients at the source of the food chain. Chain they digest this extract with enzymes to make it more assimilable. So. When I was a kid 60 years ago, I had, I had pollen allergies, and the doctor gave me pollen pills. And after a couple of prescription refills, my pollen allergies, they went away for life. And I didn't know it at the time, but the source company for those pills in Sweden was also the producer of the allergy rash test that's used by aller allergy doctors in the West. You know, it's the prick test they do on your back, you know, with different pollen allergies. Same company does pollen pills. And these these original polypills back at that time they were they were good they worked but they were they were an early version of the polynex today. Back then they were it was chemically extracted. They used it as a solvent to dissolve the membrane on the microscopic pollen grains and dissolve out the nucleic material. Now they have a process, a non-chemical shredding process, uh, to for extracting this this richest source of RNA, DNA, genetic material at the source of the food chain. So back in 1987, I was a clinical nutritionist, and I learned about this non-chemical shredding process and this, this superfood, that you, know, you might say this ultrafood, uh, because it is, so it's the richest superfood you know, for humans. I mean, if you're a fish, I'd say spirulina or chlorella or some kind of single-celled, you know. Uh, and I take spirulina myself, but... You know, being a human, you know, we had evolved on the land. Pollen is the, at the source of the food chain um, that's got the richest source of micronutrients to fit our biology, you know, for providing, you know, as, as ultimate, ultimate nutritional support. So all the vitamins, all the minerals, all the amino just virtually not much of anything, but a little bit of anything. So it's like it's a little bit of everything. So it's like white light, uh, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the body. Uh, specifically for the mitochondria of the cell, which is the energy factory of the cell, and this is what um, this pollen extract does. It, you know, they're, pre they're precursors. Um, they're, they're, st they're actually stem cell precursors um, uh, for the, you know, the, the supporting the mitochondria and the immune system. And when they became non-chemically extracted, they became what's called pharmaceutical grade. You know, again, no chemical solvent res residues. In the product. So 
A new company was had been created back in 1987 when I was a clinical nutritionist and was reading about this stuff. Um, it had been created for the you know for the advanced biomedical benefits. So I flew to Sweden and I pitched this new company on marketing rights to North America and I and I and I got them. And I marketed this to the major nutrition companies, this pollen extract, for years. Um, the, the, the largest, and I, uh, some of you the largest, like Twin Labs and Metagenics and Rainbow Light Nutrition Systems. And, and I just go to them and saying, look, I'm coming to you first, you know, the biggest companies, and saying, um, uh, if you're not interested, I'm just going to go down the food, go down the food chain to your competitors, but this is the best nutritional supplement in the world. And they all bought into it. They didn't later on because people would not would not buy anything with it said pollen in it that was more expensive, which is this is like royal jelly. It's not bee pollen, but people think bee pollen when they see pollen and they're not gonna and they wouldn't pay that much to buy, you know. It required education and most health food stores anymore they'll give you what you want, but they don't really educate you on what what's the best. They didn't so much back then either, but at least they wanted to try it because they knew the stuff was micronutrient rocket fuel for the glands and the immune system of the body. So anyway, I did that for years. And then, you know, in, in both in the U.S. and Canada, major companies, you know, I supplied. And then one of the big eight, one of the eight big pharma companies bought out the Swedish company. Um, but I've been able, and this happened oh, about, what, 11 years ago, but I've been able to continue supplying individuals and health food stores all total 38 years now. I've been supplying this pollen extract. Well, I'm going through the story um, because uh, uh, the pure quality of this new extract, this non-chemical extract, is it's now used by oncologists and immunologists for in drip IVs all over the world now, and that's a that's a huge market. You know, the back end of the cancer industry. Um, so when a person's immune system is you know wiped out by chemo and radiation, and you need these these immune system immune systems you know stem cell precursors to recover um they give you know their oncologists immunologists don't i think are the only natural substance in the world like this from nature that they're using um, in drip ivs for immunotherapy so that's a testament to the value of this water soluble you know, pollen extract and the reason again you never hear about it is because it it could prevent cancer as well as cure it. You know, you build the immune system; it prevent you know you're not going to get cancer. Um, just it's been as it's been used for 50 years in Europe, uh, Europe for coronavirus. You know, as a pro- prophylactic for, to prevent coronavirus. You know, colds and flu. And if you haven't noticed, the big money is in treating coronavirus and cancer, not preventing those profits. So you may take your health for granted until you lose it, and then you'll pay just about anything to get it back. And that's that's the business of disease care, caring for disease, which big medicine has branded as health care. Most people don't even think about it, but like 97.5% of health care, what we call health care, is disease care. It's treating disease. It's not building health. So... That's why an ounce of real, real health care, you know, with pollen X, is like planned obsolescence for a pound of disease care. So common sense may be uncommon, but the future of global health care will, will get us there if we are to survive and thrive. And so 
there's an infographic there with the label of the, of the of the Swedish pollen extract that you can read more about it or click on the label to get more information on the product. So now that was that was talking about pollen extract, and that's like again like warm fuzzy before going into what I'm going into now. And this is about Planet X. It's different reasons why you never hear about Planet X, but um, you'll see why. You'll never hear about Planet X. It's one of the best-kept secrets in the world. has been. been covered up for years uh, for obvious reasons. So Planet X, well, it's, called, it's been called Nibiru, Wormwood, Tenth Planet, Red Star Kachina, The Destroyer, and many other names throughout ancient history. It could, and it could be an extinction-level event for most of life on Earth. I mean, it's happened before. You know, think Noah's Ark or Atlantis. So in 1983, Planet X, Planet X's imminent uh, arrival was officially discovered by NASA using infrared telescopes. Why infrared? Because Planet X is often referred uh, to as a brown dwarf star, which has cooled down so much that it can only be detected in this range, you know, this uh, infrared range of, of, of light frequency. So... This was reported all over the all over the media at that time, from everything from Scientific American to, to Science Illustrator, you know, all kinds of science magazines. And after numerous media announcements, big big media soon went dark on the subject and unless debunking it. And then you'll understand why. Well, you can you can figure it out. Think about it. I mean, the military though has taken the science seriously, and since 1983, they've diverted trillions of dollars of the defense budget into nationwide deep underground military bases, you know, called DUMS, deep underground military bases, for COG, it's called COG, Continuation of Government. So the, the Treasury has also been looted, much of it for uh, the Space Force and SSP, you know, the Secret Space Program. And I have an article here uh, that just came out December 14th by Russ Winter about the $21 trillion looted from U.S. Treasury coffers between 1998 to 2015 and more since then. That's the title of that article. You can read about it. So I'm not blowing smoke here, folks. You know, this, this, is, this is what's going on. They never explain where that money went. No one's looking into that. And, then, and uh, you're not going to be hearing about Planet X. Um, <laughs> from from the people that are covering it up, does so the media. So anyway, uh, let's. Uh, if you might remember the the the, the 2012 movie, you know, popularized as a kind of a comedic thriller and blockbuster 2012, and more recently uh, uh, is the Netflix end of the world tragedy comedy called Don't Look Up. And I don't know if you've seen that yet, but that's a mind blower. I mean, it's it's about global cataclysm. It's like being prepped as fantasy entertainment in the mass media to keep a sense of it's not real humor when everyone begins seeing Planet X in the heavens. Not just infrared astronomers, but everyone. So uh, it's a movie, Don't Look Up. It's kind of a spoof. But uh, basically it's desensitizing people to the shock of what's going to be coming, you know, with this movie. So my my best sources after reporting on Planet X for decades is that PX is increasingly being seen
seen near the sun at sunrise and sunset. So look out on the horizon, not up. You know, it's on the horizon, sometimes the sunrise and sunset. And with its slingshot around the sun in its orbit, PX can't be seen in the direct glare of the sun. Fortunately, Planet X will only fly by the Earth. It's not going to hit the Earth, you know, like in the movie. Um, you know, an extinction-level event like a meteor that, that took out the dinosaurs, supposedly they referenced that science, which is now pretty well recognized that that's what took out the dinosaurs was an extinction-level event from a giant, uh, you know, huge uh, meteorite. But Planet X, is, I mean, it's even bigger than, you know, it's, if it hit the Earth, it would it'd be curtains in an instant, you know, it's like... You'd be hit, you know, standing in front of the train on a railroad track going 70 miles an hour. You'd be creamed. But fortunately, you know, you know PX is going to only fly by the Earth. It, but it's five times the size of the Earth, and it's highly magnetic, and it's been causing Earth's axis to wobble, driving the jet stream down, you know, driving the jet stream down with the wobble and causing extreme weather. So man-made global warming is just a fake science cover story, like the man-made virus is the pandemic's fear porn cover story for totalitarian technocracy takeover. Mm, I don't get me started. I'm digressing. Excuse me. Disaster movies are popular because they get the adrenaline pumping. And couch potatoes, couch potatoes feel alive. Uh, disaster movies also trigger the collective unconscious. You know, the Akashic Records of former pole shifts like Atlantis when the PX flyby, you know, came close, this was four orbits ago. Again, it's about 3,600-year orbit, about four orbits ago, back at the time of Atlantis. So the last two flybys of Planet X weren't so bad. Is, is this selective judgment? I mean, isn't uh, the genetic engineering of humans uh, the evil that sank Atlantis? You know, I don't, you know we, if you studied much anything about you know, cosmic history, that it was, you know, genetic engineering that they were doing on Atlantis. They were messing with the blueprint of life, the DNA. Uh, it's the evil that, you know, their man was playing God. And uh, anyway, um, stop that with the flood. So is, I mean, is it the mercy of the great law to reboot civilization before our genetic integrity is corrupted with experimental gene therapies called vaccines? Or will humanity... You know, wise up and rise up to claim the victory over pharmacidal frickin' tyranny. So governments and the power elite worldwide are prepared for the event, you know, cataclysmic pole shift, but have not told the public. They want to keep the economy going as long as possible so they can prepare up to the last minute, you know, so they can fly. They want to, they, they want to keep chaos from breaking, breaking down. And they don't want, you know, they don't want people knowing what's really going on because they, they want to be able to fly out to their, um, you know, their, to their, a lot of, a lot of former military, especially former naval military, have uh, underground shelters, personal family shelters, group shelters in Arkansas and different places in the United States. If you think this sounds crazy, I, I don't blame you. But consider if the self-serving elite we're all in on this for the greater purpose of COG, you know, you know, continuation of government, you know, survival of the fittest, the, you know, the elite who think they're the fittest, who believe they're the ones ordained to live and lead the remnant when they come out, when they come out of the shelters, you know, whatever remnant is left, you know, uh, and again, after, you know, after, you know, cataclysmic pole shift, like at the time of Atlantis, there weren't many left, 
there weren't many left. Um, um, so I don't think, I think a lot of, I think the whole shelter thing, you know, if you're deep underground and there's massive earth changes, a lot of those shelters are going to collapse on the people that are in them. So there could be, you know, selective judgment there. But anyway, my sources say that planet X will fly by the earth in about two years and that will see more extreme weather earthquakes and volcanoes in, in the meantime. And who knows, though? Who knows? I'm not saying it's going to happen. I mean, we'll see. Let's just put it that way. Um, this is just my sources. I'm just reporting it. And I wouldn't be reporting it if I didn't have multiple sources uh, with, a re- with a repeating pattern or common pattern of common sense of, you know, this is, this is the timeline. This is when it's likely happened. So one thing for sure. The greatest fear of the elite is uncontrolled chaos, and they know what's coming. They they feel they have no alternative but to distract, but distract us and deceive us with a lockdown agenda. Uh, we've now seen with the pandemic. So has this been the real purpose of the pandemic? Uh, do you see how the plan was a social control agenda to lock down everything before social pandemonium breaks out? I mean, is it true that the controlled demolition of the global economy we've seen the last two years only makes sense if the if the solution for the crisis they created is their totalitarian digital passport and AI artificial con- intelligence control matrix? And, and what about the apparent genocide now taking place via vaccines? I mean, do you, do you see the bigger picture now that I mean, what are, a, what are a few million people dead compared to several billion who would likely die within a year of pole shift? So, I mean, has this been like a sacrifice play to get, you know, to make this so urgent so that everybody gets you know, into a um, uh, basically a, a, a control matrix like they have in China to maintain uh, control up to the last minute? I don't know. I don't know. Um, think about it. It's something to, you know, food for thought for the truly thoughtful. So, um, I mean, I, I, you have to wonder if the elite are trying to normalize mass dying for the for the greater good, for the greater good, so that we're not shocked so much if Planet X makes its appearance and um, imminent pole shift hits the fan uh, with two to 300 mile an hour winds and cataclysmic earth changes. So... Calling the population now makes sense for the elite. I mean, that's fewer people clamoring to get into the shelters that the elite have stocked with years of food for themselves. You can check this out if you want. I've been reporting on, you know, semi-truckloads going down into these massive, um, dumb shelters for years. It's been going on. They're not going to report it in the media because then people would ask why. Uh, anyway, the pandemic has been, the pandemic, you know, this whole health crisis, so to speak, has been the perfect ploy uh, to distract and divert our attention from a far greater imminent danger. And movies like Don't Look Up just make a joke out of a reality we can only avoid. We can only avoid this reality by the mercy of a higher power. I mean, somehow, just like, you know, the sun and the moon are in conjunction right now with this new moon in Capricorn, you know, the, the, the people of the world need to get in conjunction, you know, with the sun and the moon of their own I am higher pre- God presence. And you might say to... You know, you know, they're divine feminine and the divine masculine. They need to get, you know, they need to get in, um, uh, they need to get, to get in alignment and conjunction, you know, and basically, as above, so below, need to make it so. So call it what you will, higher power or, you know, um, God, love source, you know, all, all it is, 
it's by the mercy of a higher power that, you know, by God's grace, you know, well, you know, this, this won't happen or it won't it'll be mitigated. It won't be so bad. So, you know, just fly by and, you know, not, you know, not, you know, lock onto the North Pole and pull it over and cause a pole shift. So anyway, mercy requires supplication, fervent prayer as though our lives depend on it. I mean, it's, it's prayerful Intention that focuses attention with love, retention for conscious ascension, and the the Aquarian fifth fifth dimension of full spectrum comprehension. Self elevation is thereby salvation. Conversely, stuck in negativity, you know, S I N is it, it's stuck in is, is sin, and discernment is the choice that begins that process with the process of self-elevation as salvation with pure intention. So first things first, get right with God, love, source, or however you know, love, higher power. I mean, what goes around with that choice comes around. And spherical consciousness is well-rounded with nonlinear prescience, intuitive knowing, and effective sensory perception, which is our Aquarian, Aquarian future. So the divine destiny of Earth is for wholeness, holistic health, and the Holy Spirit of, of Aquarian love and action. And we can get there the hard way or the easy way, the slow way or the fast way, the oppressed way or the liberated way. And this is the Jonah at Nineveh moment. If you know your simple Bible stories of Jonah at Nineveh, and uh, Jonah got swallowed by the whale and spit up, went to Nineveh, and said the end of the world was coming if they, if they don't, if, unless they repent and and they repented, and the, it didn't come. And then Jonah was mad at God because, you know, he prophesied something didn't happen. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, the point is, it may not happen. You know, maybe there, you know there'll be a a a, a, a flash, uh, a cosmic flash of, of enlightenment. You know, from the great central sun through our sun into the into the the field of Earth to where there's a a 5D uh, higher frequency flash of mass enlightenment, and everybody, you know, comes up a, a, a step higher, or some kind of enlightened shock, you know, to to uh, basically say, you know, this far and no farther, you know, no, you know, as far as the the downward spiral, you know, of all this lockdown, you know, suppression of our core constitutional freedoms, we're going to have a turnaround. So it's turnaround time. I mean, they used to call that repentance, didn't they? Uh, you know, we're going to get humble and ask for forgiveness and promise to do the right thing for the new year and for the new age. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. First day of January, 2022. Why as old Ben Franklin used to say, uh, well, specifically at the culmination of America's revolution, either, quote, either we all hang together or most assuredly we will all hang together. In other words, there needs to be a mass Evolution, revolution, revelations, and higher consciousness. I mean, uh, we're talking about global revolution, emphasizing 90% of the word with conscious evolution. Unity and diversity is our divine destiny. And love is the 5D, I am, I can, I will, master key for done deal, the great 2022 turnaround. So keep the faith, see the good, and uh, mirror the fear. You know, false ev- is false evidence appearing real? F-E-A-R. False evidence appearing real. And that's the disease. That's the disease. Love is the cure. Always was. 
always will be. So for more Aquarian light and love, easier and faster, pray, pray fervently for discernment, protection, divine direction, and always love, always. So I'm yours. Finishing up, bottom line, just in time with this compendium. Uh, there are only divine solutions to human problems. Human solutions just exacerbate human problems. So keep the faith, see the good, make it so again. And for your New Year's inspiration, be the Holy Spirit you want to see. Be the Holy Spirit you want to see in 2022. Got a video in that regard, Holy Spirit Emanuensis, what a messenger of the Great White the Universal White Brotherhood is, what the, the messenger of God love source is, what a true messenger is. What's the criteria for a true messenger? And it goes on to say in this video, uh, true messenger is the same lineage as the, pro as the prophets of the Old Testament and speaks on behalf of the Lord, having received a mantle of light. True messengers who are sponsored by the Ascended Masters have received an anointing and are blessed and secured in that light and in the energy field of the Holy Spirit. Their holy, disciplined lives have made them clear vessels for communicating the word of the Ascended Masters. The divine light, love, vibration, and frequency of their messages transforms the heart and mind. Initiates, you know, light bearers and light shares, have to respect the numerous dispensations that are part of the great mystery school alive on earth today. God is speaking through many people. Any spiritual organization that refuses to receive new revelation and inspiration is doomed to decay over time through the closing of their hearts and minds to new teaching and new possibilities. We must focus on what unites us, culturing our common sense of higher truth for a golden crystal Aquarian age. So, that's that compendium. And I have a little time left. I thought I'd finish up <clears throat> with my Christmas letter to family and friends. That, that, last, that last one was pretty heavy. I that Planet X stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. I'd like to cough that one away. I did not want to <clears throat> go into Planet X. I was compelled to. <clears throat> I think it's a real concern. I think it's a real issue, it's, and maybe it, it's 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 enough of a shock to snap people out of the um, the pandemic uh, false <coughs> what do you call it false flag false flag diversionary tactic of the whole pandemic when what the real issue is what's coming over the next two years um, and it's very critical issue to wake up you know at this time so. This is my Christmas letter to family and friends. Greetings in the Christmas spirit of love and wondrous joy. So like I said, I told you at the beginning of this show today, I was going to try to finish up on with the light and love because I had some heavy stuff I was going into. I just wanted to say, you know, this Christmas letter has been a wonderful year and a wonderful, wonderful life. And at 72, it's a wonder I'm still alive. Many of you know that 50 months, 15 months ago, I had a severe concussion with brain Surgery for bleeding in both hemispheres, you know, a bilateral hematoma, and a near-death experience, and um, it can be a new lease on life. 
and I've been busy this year publishing 80 compendiums for you at the at the Hardcom Network. So I didn't let it get me down. I just got rebooted, you know, and um, really it's just uh, the joy and the uh, wonder of being alive every day. I just thought I'd make the best of it, and it's been a pr- it's been a productive year. So. My Solstice Christmas Compendium, which I have linked in this Christmas letter, you can pull up again at the bottom of your show notes on my Christmas letter, it sums, it sums up the year. And as I've been saying since the beginning of the pandemic, fear is the virus, love is the cure. So some of the videos have already been censored by YouTube, so watch the others before they're removed. This is my 13th year hosting the Cosmic Love Show on BBS Radio. This year I pulled out all the stops on truth-telling and holistic healing models for the Aquarian age, because I don't know how much time I have left. So I'm just giving it my best shot, folks. So my Christmas gift to listeners of Saturday's show is the same show I offer you now, and I provide a link on that, and that's my new book, my new book of love, Cosmic Love. And there's some chapters there that I think you might find really interesting. Three chapters. It's not the whole book. I just got some of the highlights of it, and uh, just give you a taste of what's coming. So I'm swing dancing again and playing played golf several times this summer, but the big excitement this year was marriage uh, of my son Jeremy. And I provide a short video link. Uh, it was just marriage near Hudson, New York. You can see the beautiful farm and uh, wedding. It's about a four-minute video. I mean, it's, it's amazing. I just that was the highlight of my year. I, and after being engaged for 12 years, Jeremy and Heather had a wonderful. Wedding. That's right. They were engaged. They lived together for 12 years. And then I think they lived together for 12 years and then they got engaged. But anyway, it was a beautiful wedding. And I'd like to share that with you. It's about a four hour video that Heather's film crew. She has a film crew out. They both have been living in Manhattan, New York. And she has a film crew. And he travels around the country with, um, as a, an officer with Coursera, who does those free online or those online universities you see on TV. Uh, Coursera is the platform that many of them are operating on. So that's what my son Jeremy does. So the good news of the year is the great awakening of global netizens, online citizens who are networking for the net worth of net reality. And what's really going on with the pandemic and global reset of our global social, political, and economic institutions. This is, this is, this is kind of the, the, the good news of the great awakening, you know, the great and, you know, what's really going on. So uh, I gave a little bit more of that today, that overview, insight and outlook for understanding the Planet X, the PX, Pollen X overview. Point being is that we're in this Christmas letter that, that we're at the 2022 turning point. That's the meme, you know, the theme, the, you know, that is kind of the, the, the thought form process of the year is, you know, and this is again, this is my version of predictive modeling. Do you see it turning around? So, Aquarian communities are emerging and global social networks. There's a big shift to intolerance for big lie propaganda. The whole truth is decimating deep state, you know, big lie disinformation. Cooperative communications are bridging contrived visions in the fake stream media. Victory virtues are are overcoming victim dictum. So, a new a new unity state is transcending the deep state of corporate powers that lack constitutional principle. I see personal and planetary win-win with the upwising and uprising of all us, quote-unquote, as united sovereigns of Earth. 
So it's a global issue now, not unlike the dynamic revolution, evolution that birthed the United States of America. So I'm optimistic that government leaders will empower the wisdom of love at the heart of global telecom and telecare, the TLC key to Aquarian unity and diversity. So 2022 may be much different than you imagined, and yet more wondrous than you ever hoped for. So again, keep the faith, see the good, and have a wonderful year. And I'm going to do a wrap on the show. I want to thank everyone for listening. I hope you got something out of it. You know, hopefully you learned something that sparks your conscience and awakens your part, your reinvention of yourself for the global evolution, revolution, revelations, and higher consciousness that's accelerating with Aquarian Spring. So let's make this a great year. The best year yet is with a turnaround of all that is less than the upward mobile ascension spiral. More light and love to you. Again, thanks for listening. Happy trails to you. Until we meet again. Bye for now. May the quickening and awakening of consciousness begin with you and your own personal evolution in higher consciousness. Thanks again for listening to Cosmic Love. Mm-hmm.